In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our sermon text today is our gospel reading. Grace and peace be yours in abundance, to the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. What would you give to sit at Jesus' feet? When I look around, I see people giving lots of money to attend dinners with some powerful politician. Or people forking out cash to attend some political rally. Not to mention people who chase after famous people to get their autograph and bask in the glory of a picture with such a person. People go to all kinds of trouble just to be with someone famous. Enjoy a moment in his presence. But it's not like we just do this with famous people. We do this with people we love. We do this with family we haven't seen for a while. And even with family we have seen recently. We will go out of our way to be with them, to spend time with them. We rejoice in such time spent together and even cherish it. I, for one, recall many dates and times I spent with my wife before we got married and afterwards. So it's no surprise that both Mary and Martha cherish their time with Jesus. They both rejoice to host him in their house. Martha engages in the noble hostess tasks of making a meal and of making Jesus comfortable. Maybe she even washed Jesus' feet. Mary also engages with Jesus by sitting at his feet and listening. Both are being good hostesses. And it's important to note that Jesus doesn't tell Martha that she shouldn't be engaged in doing good things. He doesn't tell her that she shouldn't engage in the good works she is doing. Rather than telling her to stop such, Jesus points out what is first and foremost. There is a place and time for doing good. There is a place and time for serving God and for serving your neighbor. But what is first and most important is to be served by God. More important than our gifts to God, more important than our works is God's work and service to us. It is far more important to sit at Jesus' feet than to make him a meal or provide him a bed and a place of rest. It is more important to hear his word, to listen to him than to wash his feet. We've learned this in the third commandment. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Before we can render true service to God and our neighbor, we need first of all to receive our Lord's service. In faith, we come to church to hear God's word. We come to receive his gifts to us. But more than that, we come here to receive Jesus. We come here to have him serve us. For here in church, we too sit at Jesus' feet. When we sit in the pews and hear the scriptures read to us or the sermon preached, 
We're hearing Jesus teaching us. We're receiving our good shepherd. We're receiving our good Lord. Just think about that for a moment. If we could sit at Jesus' feet and learn from him, we would surely give time, efforts, and money. We would travel great distances. We would go out of our way to spend time with him. But the great news is that we don't have to do that. We come and gather here and he comes to us in his word. We sit at his feet here in church, not because of the building, but because Christ has promised to be where two or three are gathered in his name. He has promised to dwell with us and through his word. And on top of that, he has promised his gifts. But far too often, we have gotten caught up in something else as being important. We've gotten caught up in something else as a priority. Maybe it was doing good works and being busy in our vocations. It's so easy to get caught up in all the to-dos and the have-to-get-dones. Other times, it isn't work that we get caught up in. We get caught up in taking care of ourselves, in feeding our desires, in our me time. How easy this is in this world where so much of society is centered around entertainment and amusing ourselves and pleasing ourselves. Either way, the result is the same. We neglect the Word. We neglect Jesus. Whether it be because we get so busy with work or ourselves, we neglect the good portion. Maybe we reason it will always be there, or we will partake later or another time. It doesn't matter. Like Martha, we're worried and troubled by many things, are distracted and distanced by the world and our own desires. So what can we say? What can we do? Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46, verse 10. In other words, we can do nothing. We must stop. We must be silent while God speaks. And He speaks a word of life in the midst of our failure. He speaks salvation in the midst of death. He speaks forgiveness in a world where people try to hide sin and guilt or pretend it doesn't exist. And he speaks powerfully, so powerfully, that the word takes on literal flesh and bones and dwells among us, preaching, teaching, and finally going to the cross for us. God the Father speaks the Son, who is God's word of forgiveness, come in the flesh. He is the word who makes that forgiveness a reality. He dies in your place and mine. He sheds his blood and you are forgiven. He gives his life and you are set free. This is God's powerful word at work, redeeming you and making you whole. Repentance is stopping and letting God be God, letting God take care of your sin and evil. Repentance means stopping trying to be the host and instead receiving Christ's care, his service. God has worked powerfully for you. He has rescued you out of sin and death. 
He has rescued you out of danger. Having done so, he continues to serve you. He feeds you with his bread of life, his very body and blood. He gives you his life and takes yours. He pours out forgiveness on you. Your sins are gone. Your failures and crimes are erased. You get to sit at Jesus' feet and receive first and foremost. You get to be restored by his word and his love. You get to be strengthened, hearing him say, I forgive you all your sins. You are mine. I've washed you clean. I love you. You get to be strengthened before being sent out into the world again. You'll get the great blessing of being in God's presence without having to earn it or obtain it. Our Lord gives it to you in his name. He freely comes to you and meets with you, giving you something far better than fame, an autograph, or a picture. He gives you himself to be with you and abide with you for eternity. What more do we really need? Peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.